This is the intersection of assistive, educational, and information technology. Whether it's technology for inclusive classroom learning or tools for community success, technology can promote independence and inclusive technology has become more available for everyone. Welcome to the Inclusive Technology for All podcast with your host, Mike Murata. Hey there, welcome to episode 63, which is scheduled to be released on December 9th, 2019. This episode features part five of our deep dive into the seven daily drivers to support teacher effectiveness, where we're going to talk about reverberation. Also in this episode, we have the usual updates on inclusive tools and an AT chat update as well. Uh, Don't forget, I want to hear from you. Make sure you leave your comments and ideas about topics for upcoming episodes. Visit speakpipe.com slash ITS podcast to leave your audio message and I will include it in an upcoming episode. Also, don't forget, subscribe and leave a review and share the podcast with someone else. That would be awesome. Thanks. All right, let's do this. Some big news coming out of Microsoft this past week where they announced that the free Seeing AI app, which is for iOS, has been updated to support five new languages. We've talked about seeing AI in a previous episode of the podcast, but if you are not familiar with it, this app, loaded on your mobile device, provides audio support for environmental information. Uh, I'm hesitant to call this an app for people who are blind or visually impaired. Uh, If you've heard any of my previous soapbox moments uh, on this podcast, I prefer to not categorize apps for certain disability types. Instead, I'd prefer to focus on the functions of that tool and who might be able to use it. So with that in mind, Seeing AI uses the camera of your mobile device to enable the user to take pictures of anything in their environment. And then the app provides audio support for that individual. Uh, This could include audio description of text, money, scenes, the barcodes on items, the color of an item, and descriptions of people. So this is really an app for not just anybody who's blind or visually impaired, but for anyone who might need audio support to independently navigate an environment. Uh, This latest update that was just announced now supports the following languages, Dutch, French, German, Japanese, and Spanish. Uh, If you haven't downloaded Seeing AI yet, this might be a great time to check it out and share with others. For this episode, we're continuing our discussion on being effective technology coaches in order to promote teacher effectiveness. And we're still using the book by Nathan Lang, Everyday Instructional Coaching, Seven Daily Drivers to Support Teacher Effectiveness. Uh, Getting near the end of the book, this week we are discussing the fifth daily driver, which is reverberation. The author kicks off the reverberation chapter with the following statement. Reverberation allows coaches to create meaningful feedback and meta-feedback processes characterized by consistent dialogue that fosters trusting relationships. Uh, Such an important topic related to effective coaching. Our goal is to produce an environment of sharing and dialogue that promotes success for everyone. That includes the student, the educator, and us as the coach. Uh, We do that through the creation of a feedback loop, a kind of back and forth dialogue that ensures that feedback continually improves behavior 
or works towards solving the problem. If we're looking at the why, what, how model as the basis for our reverberation, we need to understand the purpose or the why before we can address the problem, which is the what. Um, only after we address these first two areas with our coaching and our feedback and our conversation, our dialogue, uh, can we discuss a proactive solution, which is the how. Um, throughout these phases, both the coach and the educator are providing continuous feedback on the process in order to move it forward. The author shares nine key points for effective feedback, which are based on the work of Hattie and Yates. Number one, the feedback process resides in what is received and interpreted by a teacher rather than what the coach gives or believes has taken place. Two, feedback can work best when criteria for success are known to the teacher in advance and where the goal to achieve such success is shared by the teacher and the coach alike. Three, the feedback can best cue attention onto a task with a known goal or sub-goal and away from self-focus. The fourth key point, feedback must engage a learner at or just above the current level of functioning, which is defined by the current level of teacher practice. Number five, the feedback must challenge the teacher to invest effort in moving forwards and assure the teacher that it is perfectly natural to experience difficulties when mastering difficult tasks. Number six, the feedback is powerful when the building climate is one of welcoming errors and seeing disconfirmation as a nat natural and positive part of developing and exercising new skills. We're getting there. Number seven, it is optimal when feedback matches the content of the instruction given and is in accord with available social modeling stimuli identified as worthy of emulation. Number eight, feedback thrives in an environment where errors are welcomed and error training may be worthwhile to increase the power of feedback. And finally, the last one, feedback is received and used by teachers when coaches themselves are prepared to adapt and adjust their methods and priorities in response to the outcomes indexed through teachers' success on various teacher measures. Man, that was a long list, but it was so important. I would even say go back and listen to it one more time. Um, this is such a huge area, I, I feel, uh, as a coach, that we have to get right. Feedback, both giving it and receiving it. Um, as a coach, the way we provide feedback can be critical to our success. Um, more importantly, we must look at how we receive feedback. And as was mentioned in point number nine, we have to reflect and adapt how we provide support to the educators. Um, our feedback that we give must be effective and actionable. Praise is not feedback. Praise is good. I mean, who doesn't like being told they did a great job on something? Um, but as a coach, we have to strive to give feedback that produces that dialogue that moves the educator forward. Uh, sometimes it might be uncomfortable, but learning is sometimes uncomfortable. Um, if you're interested in this area of feedback, specifically on how to receive feedback, uh, one of my favorite books on this subject is Thanks for the Feedback, The Science and Art of Receiving Feedback Well by Douglas Stone and Sheila Heen. I'll add a link to that book in the show notes. We're almost there. We're almost finished with our deep dive into this book. 
In the next episode, we will discuss the sixth daily driver, which is sincerity. Uh, If you want to join the conversation, share your thoughts or your strategies or your experiences on how you have illuminated educator voice and supported creativity and innovation. Visit speakpipe.com slash ITS podcast and leave your audio message and I will make sure to include it in the next episode. Want to find other people interested in inclusive and assistive technology? Well, then join us every Wednesday night on Twitter at 8 p.m. Eastern for AT Chat. Each week, Karen Janowski and I lead a hour-long discussion about tools and strategies for inclusion and accessibility for individuals with disabilities. So this doesn't happen very often, but there was no AT Chat this week again. Uh, because both Karen and I were unavailable to lead the conversation. But even though there was nothing to review from last week, I did want to jump in and share an exciting development that's coming up for the next two weeks of AT Chat. We are happy to announce that Chris Bouguet will be leading a two-week AT Chat event. That's right, I called it an event, to finish off 2019. Uh, So this two-week AT Chat event is titled A Few of Our Favorite Things, and Chris will lead the conversation and give participants an opportunity to share a philosophy, a tool, or a strategy they use to support an inclusive learning environment. Uh, I think this is going to be fantastic. I expect it will be exciting. Uh, I hope you can join us on December 11th and 18th, 2019 at 8 p.m. Eastern to join the conversation. Uh, If you want to participate, but you're not on Twitter, no problem. I have that SpeakPipe I mention all the time. If you go to speakpipe.com slash ITS podcast and leave an audio message, uh, I will be sure to drop your message into the chat. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. Do you have an idea for a future episode? Leave an audio message via SpeakPipe at speakpipe.com slash ITS podcast with your suggestion. It may appear on an upcoming episode. To stay current on all things inclusive and assistive technology, follow Mike on Twitter at MMATP and visit his website at MMATP.com. For inclusive technology resources and all the previous podcast episodes.